I've known couples where the, let's say, wife is trying to cut down on her drinking, but the husband hasn't. Mm -hmm. And so then she'll report to me that it's really hard for her to stay on track because it's in her face all the time, you know, when they're relaxing, when it's after dinner, things like that. So I think that it's very unusual for one person in the couple to be living a healthy lifestyle, eating properly, not drinking that much, not smoking, getting Mm -hmm. exercise. And the other person um, is, you know, totally opposite. This week, researchers in China found that the chances of a person experiencing heart disease was linked to the heart health of their spouse. Dr. Karen Sherman explores why. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again with the original, the brilliant Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, Karen (laughs) is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyles. Uh, relationships and lifestyle for uh, issues for over 30 years. Uh, Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Today, Karen, we're going to talk about uh, spouses with uh, a bad heart uh, are at double the risk when their partner uh, has that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've seen other studies like this, uh, where one spouse's health, uh, is a, um, is a sign, uh, signifier of their partner's health. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you can do some like pretty good predictions on that. And so what got me interested on this one is this is a new study out of China. And mm-hmm. most of the stuff that we've been looking at is American-based. Um, and so I thought it was, like, pretty cool that this is global. This is not just, like, an American phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So these Chinese researchers looked at 5,000 heterosexual couples over the age of 45 living in seven different regions of China between 2014 and 2016. What they found was the people's chances of suffering from heart disease was linked to the health and lifestyle choices of their spouse, and especially among men. So mm-hmm. what they found was 12.8% of suffered heart of them suffered heart disease when their spouse did not, whereas mm-hmm. 28% of men whose wife had heart disease also suffered from the condition. So the fact that... Um, if if uh, their spouse did not have any kind of heart disease, only 12% experienced it, almost 13%. But if a wife had it, 28% of men had heart disease. 
Does this surprise you? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, and and I think there's a lot of different reasons, some of which we'll you know cover as we continue to speak. Um, but I think that in general, what it's saying is that um, there are certain conditions which brought about the wife's um, heart problem. And because she is now suffering from a heart condition, it's going to have implications for her spouse, mostly, I would think, because of the fact that she's not taking good care of herself as a possibility. I'm not blaming it totally on sure. her. There's lots of factors. But if we go with the idea that she's not taking good care of herself, then probably the things that men enjoy um, as a benefit of marriage is that the wife looks after them. Um, she cooks proper meals. She nags him to go to the doctor. And so if she doesn't do those things for herself, then my guess is that it's going to have an impact on the husband and he's going to suffer as well. Right. So basically, um, with, you know, to your point, all the varying factors that could be contributing, if those factors are related to lifestyle where the wife is not taking care of herself, Mm -hmm. the benefit that the husband typically receives and a, uh, just as we've seen over time that the, the wife will be more of the person who kind of nudges the husband along Mm -hmm. to do healthy things. Uh, if she's not doing it for herself, she's definitely not going to be doing it for him. That's that's right. basically right. the idea here. Okay. Yep. Um, that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, that's kind of what I figured as well. Mm-hmm. Um, smoking, for example, was one of the questions along with physical activity, mm-hmm. the BMI of the couples, and a few other things. Um, is it fair to say then that uh, couples will typically follow the same lifestyle as their partner? So, for example... If, um, if one spouse has a high BMI, the other one might have a high BMI, or if one spouse is physically active, the other one will likely be, and, uh, same with smoking. If one's a smoker, the other's more likely to smoke or smoking. No, 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 no. I think that, you know, someone I have, I've known couples where the, let's say wife is trying to cut down on her drinking but the husband hasn't. Mm -hmm. And so then she'll report to me that it's really hard for her to stay on track because it's in her face all the time, you know, when they're relaxing, when it's after dinner, things like that. So I think that it's very unusual for one person in the couple to be living a healthy lifestyle, eating properly, not drinking that much, not smoking, getting Mm -hmm. exercise. And the other person... Um, is, you know, totally opposite. So in most couples, you're going to see them having the same habits or, as you asked the question, the same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And BMI, of course, has to do with diet, you know, and the food that you're eating. Um, So I think, you know, it's safe to say that most couples are typically following the same patterns in their day-to-day life. Um, I, I should clarify for those who aren't familiar, BMI stands for body mass index. Yes. And it's tip, yes. typically like a ratio of your height to your weight. And, uh, uh, we've talked about it in past episodes, but, but basically if you're, if you're short and carry a lot of weight that you will 
be high on the body mass index. That's basically right, and that's not a good thing. You and don't want your BMI to be high, and that's not a good thing. I will say, and I've I've brought this up in the past uh, that I I don't like I don't take BMI as like gospel because. Um, I was a wrestler in college and mm-hmm. I was, uh, carrying a lot of weight, which was muscle mass for mm-hmm. my height. And because of that, I was always considered, uh, obese or borderline obese, even though I was definitely not that. So, no, I've uh, seen you and I know that you're not. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> um, okay. So that, yeah, that all, um, that all makes sense to me. The other thing um, is to to the points that you were making. It, it's it's hard to imagine a household where one person is out uh, eating salmon and and making themselves salads and and green smoothies in the morning, and the other person is making runs to fast food uh, right. or something. So right. it's you know what one does, the other typically does mm-hmm. out of nothing more than convenience, honestly. Um, so. Uh, and and to, also to your point, when people start taking on good positive habits of like quitting smoking, for example, the uh, it, it's it's easier for them to do so if the sure. other person participates and ha- yes. they have each other's um, accountability to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Okay, husbands are shown to be quote unquote more at risk for heart disease than wives. And the researchers suggest that that's because women play a more prominent role in determining the family's diet. So kind of like kind of what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. D- does the diet thing, does that just kind of fall in line with everything else we've been talking about? Yes, absolutely. I, I just think it's more of the same. Now, um, I didn't read the actual study. Um, is that what they said, that it was because the wife plays a prominent role in determining the diet. Yes. They actually said that. Mm -hmm. That's what the researchers stipulated. This Mm -hmm. was kind of their theory because, you know, they couldn't really put their finger on it specifically, but that was, that was one of their theories. Well, I think it's in large part that, but as we've already said, I think that, you know, um, it's also, is she watching out for, you, you know, you're not feeling well, go to the doctor. Uh, you haven't been exercising. It's important that you, you know, start doing that again. Uh, you're sleeping all kinds of crazy hours, and that's not a healthy thing to do, because generally women are the ones that will sort of um, be the caretaker of the family. And so I don't think it is just diet, um, but I do think it is because women are playing a more prominent role. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I have a confession. So yeah. while I am responsible for basically the food in the house, yeah, um, and I am very deliberate about not buying easily accessible junk snack foods. Mm-hmm. And so if we want something bad, we have to physically get up and go to the store to get it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. make it from scratch, which I feel like is very good for us. Um, but uh, the... I went to the doctor a while back and they told me that I was slightly vitamin D deficient mm-hmm. and it is, I only take a vitamin D supplement because Jess will hand it to me yep. when I'm in the kitchen. She's like, here's your <laughs> vitamin D supplement. Uh-huh. And not uh-huh. like I'm not a big boy, like not like I couldn't figure that out myself, but, uh, definitely without her, I probably wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, eh, I feel fine. But she's like, right. no, 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 you should just take this. And I'm like, yeah, I should. Yeah, and by the way, the, you're you're signifying 
um, you know, I'm fine, I feel okay, is one of the biggest problems that we have with men's health. Mm-hmm that men have the attitude of, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So if I'm feeling fine, then I'm okay. And they will not go to doctors because many men, I can't speak for China, but many men in American society feel that it's a sign of weakness if they have to go. Mm. And so it's the woman that very often, you know, makes the appointments, talks to the doctors, um, I can tell you another story with uh, some friends where uh, he was not feeling well and the doctor is asking him all sorts of questions and he's answering them. And then he looks at the wife and she says, no, he's not doing that. No, he's not doing that. <laughs> so um, I don't know that it is that men are purposely lying. It's either that they don't want to think of themselves as sick um, or they're embarrassed or whatever it is. But again, um, you're saying your example of, you know, how you behave with your vitamin B and, you know, that I feel fine. So everything's okay is really very typical of the way men think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I recognize I'm not special. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, you know, for me, also one of the things um, is I I like to win. I like... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I just, I'm very competitive. And so when I go to the doctor, I've ha- I have a history, knock on wood, of good health. And uh, I don't like the idea of going to a doctor and him telling mm-hmm. me that I'm not in, mm-hmm. his, in good health. Honestly, it, like, it's, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with me feeling sick or emasculated or anything else. It's just like, I want to be winning at life <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. has the keys to tell me that I may not be winning at life right now. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, mm-hmm. there's a whole bag of who knows what going on in my brain. But. I don't think your recent example is disputing my main point about men. It sounds like it's still consistent. No, it, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm, I'm yes, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, uh, I'm trying to remember where we left off here. Oh, uh, among women whose husbands had heart disease, 21% suffered from a similar condition compared to just 9% of those with healthy partners. Mm-hmm. So while women suffer less uh, than men from the heart disease, their numbers more than double if their husband had heart disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman's likelihood of cardiovascular disease was also the highest if their husband had a history of strokes. Um, I mean, you know, we've been harping on like men in this whole thing, but this mm-hmm. really isn't good news for women if their no. husbands are in poor health. <laughs> Correct. And, and you know, as I looked over this question, I thought, okay, what would be the reason? And the thing that comes to me is that the woman is going to end up being the caretaker. And um, that's stressful. And stress can very much have an impact on our health. Um, you know, you're, you're saying here also that it's highest if the husband had a history of stroke. And neighbors of mine, uh, the husband had a stroke several months ago, but she had to stop all of her activities because she had to caretake him all the time. Mm -hmm. And we know in general that very often, uh, especially when there's some kind of a chronic illness, caretakers will often pass away before the person who's actually sick. 
because it is just so stressful. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised that they found those numbers in regard to women. Not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I would have to like double check the numbers on this, but I know in America, <clears throat> uh, cardiovascular disease was like the number one killer of women or, or close to the very top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is definitely something to pay attention to, I think. You know, I will tell you that one of my fears, since we're doing true confessions here, (laughs) one of my fears is getting Alzheimer's. Yes. The thought of having to be totally dependent on someone, Mm -hmm. not knowing what's going on, that really scares me. And then one day I said to Richie, you know, I thought of something worse than me getting Alzheimer's. He said, yeah. I said, you getting Alzheimer's because the kind of stress that I know caretakers have been under would be just unbelievable, mm-hmm. um, you know, if God forbid he got it. So I'm just hoping that both of us are are fine. Yeah. No, that is, uh, that is oh my God, that is, that is a big fear of mine as well. Uh, and so yes, I, <laughs> not, again, more knocking on wood here. Yes. Um, okay. So there was, this is the, I think, for me, kind of surprising um, that there was because we've been talking about all the lifestyle issues and how that plays a role mm-hmm. in all this stuff, but there was no link for diabetes. Um, mm-hmm. So if one spouse had diabetes, it wasn't really a predictor of the other spouse having mm-hmm. diabetes. Um, the researchers think that there were other genetic factors at play for this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think this would hold true in America? Uh, because of our our diets are different than those uh, in China, and uh, uh, our our diets can be. Uh, I'm 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 kind of throwing this out here, but like I feel like our diets can be a lot worse. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting ab- be, because when I saw you know the information from this study, my first thought was they eat so much more healthy foods in China. I'm surprised that they had these numbers that Mm. were as high as they were. So I think you're right. I mean, obviously they'd have to run the study in our society, but my reaction is the same as yours, that um, I'm surprised that they didn't find a link with diabetes. Um, Excuse me. But, you know, there are lots of things that cause somebody to get ill and genetics absolutely is Mm -hmm. one of the factors. So I could totally see where that would account for, um, you know, some people getting it, even though their diabetes is fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I want to wrap this up, but I wanted to see if you had any other thoughts on this. Um, what maybe some American, couples can take away from this study uh, that, and with all the other information that we already know? Well, I think it's probably stuff everybody knows already. You just have to do it. You have to eat properly and exercise and, um, you know, um, go to take care of yourself at the doctor to, you know, to he- annually to uh, check up on uh, certain things. I happen to like taking certain vitamins. People have different opinions about that. Um, and, you know, I think in a way um, you can use your partnership as a way to help one another because, again, lifestyle is going to matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 
it's rare that you will see a couple together where one is really looks very fit and trim and the other one looks, you know, clearly like they're not living a, a good lifestyle, mm -hmm. a, a good, healthy lifestyle. Um, but I, it's easier to do things if you do it together. So yeah. I was yeah. gonna, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a joke uh, or, or a common joke that people will tell um, mm -hmm. about how couples start to look like each other. Yes, as time goes on, and that's and that's like exactly what we're talking about. They look, yes. they start to look like each other because they're living the exact same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yes. So for, for sure, for sure. Um, um, and you know, the other thing that you mentioned, uh, you kind of threw that little bit in there about vitamins and people have different opinions and, uh, you know, to each their own, uh, the thing for me about the vitamins is, and I know one of the big criticisms is like, you just pee it out or whatever. And I, like, for me, I kind of think about it like climate change, like, okay, let's, let's just assume, uh, you're, you're wrong or right about that. You just pee it out and it's a waste and that climate change is not real or whatever. Like, what if you're wrong? <laughs> right? Like it's not really doing any harm to take the vitamins. It's not really doing any harm to take preventative measures to protect the earth. So why wouldn't you do that? So anyways, that's my take. That's my take. Okay. And I disclose, <laughs> and I disclose that I'm taking my vitamin D. So there you go. So I'm, on the, I'm in the same boat. There as are you. certain vitamins that are really important. Vitamin B12 is important. Vitamin D is very important. Um, a C vitamin is, is important, especially like to uh, uh, stave off colds and things like that. Mm -hmm. And many doctors are now being more open to that. Mm -hmm. um, I had one doctor who, because I was not feeling well something, she said, we need to check your B12. Um, and you have to make sure that your D is, is um, you know, up to snuff. So um, I wouldn't just negate vitamins and say, no, they're, you're just, you know, peeing it out and you're wasting your money. So that's yeah. my thought on it also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, hopefully this was insightful. And before we go, I want to thank you, Karen, for your time. It's always a pleasure and look forward to doing this again very shortly. Thank you. My pleasure. And before we go, I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, a practicing psychologist in relationships and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can find more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Uh, you can also find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, where we have thousands of articles available for free. We have the entire archive of the podcast. And if you are a podcast subscriber and you have enjoyed what you've been listening to, we greatly appreciate a ranking or review. It, uh, it really helps us uh, be exposed to more people who might find us and be looking for this information. So thank you in advance for that. Okay, that's going to do it this week. Until next time, take care, everybody. <laughs>